0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Red X Podcast. My name is Andrew. I will be your host again today. Uh, we have got an amazing guest lined up for you today. He's going to be talking about an amazing topic. Joe Rosen, one of my favorite guests. We've had him on the show before. Joe, how are you doing today, my man?
1: I'm awesome, brother. I'm awesome. I appreciate you asking. How are you?
0: I'm doing so good. And we are so excited to talk to you today because we are going to be talking about real estate networking networking strategies, um, you know, how to kind of I mean, I mean, I'm gonna let you get into the the, the nitty gritty details. But, um, you know, maybe how networking is different in real estate from other industries, and what you should focus on to, to you know, really deliver to others and get referrals and, and, and get yourself out there so that you can effectively network. We're going to get into that here in a second. Before we do, I want to talk to the audience just for a second. Let us know where you're from, chime in in the comments. Uh, if you have any questions for Joe, Joe is a master at all things real estate, and he loves answering your questions, right, Joe, put you on the spot. And so if you have any questions for Joe, please put them in the chat. We'll address those. Let us know where you're from. Say hello, and uh, and we'll get rocking and rolling. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, all the good places. And if you want to catch this podcast later, maybe you have to dip out. We do do recordings and we post it wherever you like to listen to podcasts in an audio-only form, too. So business, we got that out of the way. Joe, uh, I know a lot of our audience knows and loves you, but for those who haven't seen you on the show before, could you give us just a little bit of introduction, who you are, where you're from, and and how long you've been in real estate?
1: Absolutely. So uh, I actually started real estate in 2004 back in Minnesota in my 20s. I was a young pup and uh, I was a top 2% guy, so I was doing pretty good. Uh didn't have a lot of discipline, so the Army attracted me, joined, uh, put 10 years into the Army, got out, came down here to uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida, didn't know a soul, and uh, we just, uh, this is our second year. I've been here, okay. this will be our second year that we're wrapping up here. We're on pace to do about 80 transactions this year, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, we've got, I want to say it's 31 or 32 in our organization. All our agents except three. We've got three on staff. And uh, we've done that without finishing our second full year yet, which is pretty dang awesome. So that's where we're at. A lot of what we do, if I can give you guys a plug, man, and more than a plug, just appreciation. A lot of what we do starts, it all starts with Red X. That's where you get the most amount of leads. And honestly, it's where you get the best skills. So I know you didn't ask me to plug you, but my gosh, if you're not making calls, you're doing it wrong. That's where it all should start.
0: Well, we appreciate that, Joe. And and we love hearing about, um, you know, where you came from, because I think I think that is super relatable for a lot of real estate agents, right? Not knowing where, you know, maybe starting in real estate, coming back to it, coming and going, yeah. needing to find the discipline, needing to find out, and then building an amazing, successful team, an yep. amazing, successful business, and on track for 80 transactions this year. That's incredible, dude. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, it's fun. We're ho- Next year, my goal is 200. So we going to keep yes. growing. Yeah, growing and going.
0: Let's do it. Well, the audience is chiming in. Let's go, Joe. They're excited to be here. Um, so, so, Joe, today we are talking about real estate networking. Um, yeah. let's, let's start off by kind of, in your words, what, how would you define real estate networking and maybe how it's different from other industries you've been in or seen or, or maybe how it's similar?
1: Honestly, I don't think that there's really any difference, right? If I was an insurance salesperson or I was a plumber, I'd be doing the same doggone thing. Um, My schedule might be a little bit more limited if I was a laborer, I guess. But really, the focus is so little on real estate and so much on the other person that uh, it really doesn't matter that I'm in real estate. So, you know, I'll I'll just get right into it if you want me to. Yeah, Uh, With my team, we break down our month into three to four different types of of prospecting, right? We call them pillars. And I tell these guys, I want you to have three or four for a reason. If you've got less than three, let's say I'm a New York agent and all I do is cold call. And now I'm not allowed to cold call when when coronavirus hit, right? That's a problem. You better have something else in, in your queue. So it's really important. Let's take Facebook. And they shut Facebook down or you can't market on Facebook or whatever. You better have something else in your queue. I'll say this too. Some people will have multiple different prospecting pillars, but they just suck at one. Or they're really good at another one. Do three or four to see what you're good at over a six-month span. We track everything through Sisu. If you guys have never used Sisu, it's a phenomenal platform that lets you instantly track everything. You can create competitions. It's easy to make things motivational. Um, but one of those pillars for a lot of my agents is networking, right? They've got to do calls. That's the one thing we make them do, but the other two or three can be whatever they want. So if they choose networking, we'll sit them down and say, okay, this doesn't just mean you're going to go to networking groups. That's not how it works. That's just the beginning of it, man. So we get really nitty gritty with it. We want the actual numbers that are associated with what it means to be successful. So for a lot of these guys, we'll say at a minimum, you've got to go to six networking groups, right? This is an example of a plan that you would create. You've got to go to six networking groups every single month. So maybe they meet once a month, once every two weeks, every week, whatever. I don't care how many groups you're a part of. I don't care often they meet. You do the math, but get your butt in six groups a month.
0: Mm-hmm. And are these me. online groups? Are these in-person groups? Where, where, where are they going to find these?
1: So I would prefer it be uh, in person. If you've ever read the book, uh, The Seven Levels of Communication, I think mm-hmm. it is, it'll talk about different levels of intimacy, right? Mm-hmm. The closer you can get to someone, an email uh, that's personal is better than a blast email, but a text is better than an email. A right. call is better than a text. A coffee is better than a call. So the more intimate you can get with these people, the better. And I'm telling you right now, if you can get in person, you're gonna get so much more out of that than you are through something through Zoom. But if you can't do it, fine, go Zoom. And when Corona first hit, you had to Zoom. It was your only option. Right. So you've gotta be flexible, but yeah, if you've got the choice, you wanna be in front of them.
0: Okay. Love um,
1: so now you've got your six or more events that you figured you're going to go to. Uh, you should have that figured out in the first two, three weeks, right? That's When we meet, when when you meet with me as a team leader, uh, we're meeting monthly. We call them fire meetings, man, because I want to light a fire under your butt. Let's go. And I'm going to yes. light another one in 30 days. So you got to stay fired up for 30 days to do your thing, but I'm going to come check back in with you in 30 days and I'm going to ask you how you did. Did you go to six? Now the first month you're figuring out which six you can get into. By that second month, you better have it figured out and you're rolling, right? Mm -hmm. So once you go to a group, what does it mean to go to a networking group? It doesn't mean you just show up like everybody else and you wait excitedly to give your 30 to 60 second pitch. That's not what it's about. In fact, your pitch is the least important thing you've got going in on there. When we get there, there's maybe 15 to 50 people in any given networking group. Your whole goal is to focus, hone in on three people. And and what I'm thinking, I've got a notebook and a pen, and when Christy, the electrician, is talking and she's giving her 30 to 60 second pitch, all I'm thinking about is, who can I connect to the electrician? Do I have a client who needs an electrician? Do I have anybody who's doing a remodel? Do I have any friends who've been talking about this? I need to get her a referral. Now, if I can get three people referrals, that's the best. That's the meatiest. That's the thing they're going to appreciate the most. That's what I want to give. So if you can do that, boom, easy peasy. Make those connections, make the call, make it in the parking lot before you leave and get them on a three-way with those people, right? Right. They're going to love it. The person who you connected that electrician with is going to love it. Uh, But let's just say I can't think of anybody, right? Okay. Okay, and we're going to do something else. Maybe I can do a Facebook video with you. Hey, I'm here with Christy Romano. She's with Apex Electric. This woman is amazing. You can get anybody to do your electric. But let me tell you two things that Christy does with Apex that sets her apart from everybody else. Number one, blah, blah, blah. Number two, blah, blah, blah. Go into the comments uh, or go up into the description above and you can see Apex's Facebook page. I got their phone number, their email, everything. I'm telling you, if you guys need uh, an electrician, you want Christy. And I've got her face in there. I've tagged her husband. I've tagged her employees. i tagged her family. I tagged maybe one or two friends that might need an electrician through me. Uh, I've tagged, we meet at the Treasure Coast uh, Builders Association building. Maybe I've tagged them and I take whoever runs that place because they want to see their building with their sign in the back. And I'm thinking that while I'm making that video, let's make sure we get their sign in the back. So I'm not just pumping up Christy and her company, but I'm pumping up the company that we met at to do this all right. And the more people you tag, there's a good chance they're going to share that. And if they share that, now it's not just hitting my audience of 5,000 because we're all limited to 5,000 on Facebook. I'm hitting their audience of one to 5,000. So now you're getting whole new audiences seeing you. And they're seeing you in a great light, a light that you probably – want to be in right the light of hey i'm not here to sell real estate i'm here to help christy and i'm here to help anybody who needs electric right right so you're presenting that whole picture
0: i so- love that because there are so many important principles packed into this one approach and strategy that you just presented yeah. you've got social media you've got using video you've got in person and then you've got community like relationships yes. and networking that that Are all important. And when you put that not only out for yourself, but for others, you're doing so many people, including you and your business, a huge favor. That's incredible.
1: And you said the word video. It's so important to do video. And I know because I've had this conversation with a million agents. And if I say, which is better for you, a photo or a video, all of them will say a video. But when you go look at their page, it's all photos or maybe just text, right? Right. Uh, So they all know it but not a lot of them do it. So I would push yourself, man, if you care more about your ego and your feelings and your comfort and your convenience, do photos. But if you care more about your business and success, you need to push yourself out of your comfort zone and you got to do video, man. And I'll tell you why. Let me, let me give you one big benefit among a million others. If I give a video two, three times a day, and I'm pumping up Christy and I'm pumping up Jason and I'm pumping up Matthew and I'm pumping up all these people and I'm always saying great things. And then I'm talking about a charity event that we're throwing, right? And then I'm giving some sort of helpful information about how one of my clients almost lost a house because of an inspection, but I taught them this and this and this and I connected them with the inspector who said this and man, we saved the deal and it was so educational for that buyer. I'm presenting myself as someone who's helpful, who cares about charities, who pumps up the people around them. I'm not ever selling anything. All I'm selling is the fact that I'm trying to be a great person and a helpful person in my community, right? That's it. Yeah, so yeah. before I even meet one of those 5,000 people, they already feel like they know me. And I've wow. done that not with one, because you can only meet with one. I mean, you can meet with 20, but if you're going to have an intimate conversation, you can only do that with one or two people at a time. There's only so many hours in a day. You put a video out with 5,000 people. Now you've created that link that rapport building with your entire audience through one quick video and you're doing it two, three times a day. So right. Cool.
0: And it's such an authentic way to do it, right? Because you can you can post text and photos all day, but they don't get to see your facial expressions, your yeah. tone of voice, all these things that show that you're being a genuine person yes. and you're not just using these things for marketing that you genuinely yeah. care about all these great things in your community. And it
1: connects so much better, man. When you hear, I mean, how many times have you sent a text or an email and all of a sudden you've got an angry coworker or an angry wife or whatever, and you're like, what's going on with you, man? Every day, Joe. Every
0: day, Every day. Every
1: day. Yeah, you and me both, brother. <laughs> and then you'll go, no, 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 I didn't mean that. What I meant was that, oh, okay, all right, no big deal. I. And then you're back to, we're good now, right? Right. When you do a video, because it's not just that you're building bad rapport, it's sometimes with, with the texting, right, the type in the top of the Facebook uh, post, and the picture, you're presenting a very two-dimensional person. Yes. yes. So when you get that video in there, I've got a lot of excitement in my voice. I've got a lot of facial gestures I do. And if you can feel that you're learning more about me, you're connecting with me. You're not doing that as much through photos. So it's- And no matter what
0: you type on a screen, you are giving them the power to filter it however they want. Right. And that can, that can, I love
1: the way you said that. Absolutely. Always. That can
0: always, that can often go bad. Right. You so can be the ways. best thing in the world and they put it through a negative filter game over. But there's no room for interpretation when it's you talking right to the camera. I love 100%. it. A
1: hundred percent. Absolutely. So now let's go back to Christy, my, uh, my electrician, right? Okay. I've either given her a referral or I've made a Facebook video. Let's say you get sick of Facebook videos. Awesome. We got a third option. You can go do a Google review for them. Mm. I know Christy. I've used Christy. I've recommended her a million times. She's phenomenal. I have no problem doing a Google review. So I'm going to make sure she knows. I'm going to say, Christy, Will you send me your Google listing page? Uh, I want to make sure I give you a review. If she doesn't have one, I'm going to say, Christy, we're doing lunch tomorrow. I'm going to help you build it, baby. Right? Like, I'm all I'm doing is delivering value. And there's another great excuse to come over and say, hey, guys, I'm meeting with Christy right now. This woman's running a $5 billion, whatever her business is, and this gal doesn't have a Google listing. I don't know how she doesn't have a Google listing page. Christy, how do you do it? We're going to build her one of these. And I'm telling you, she's going to triple her business by next year. If you guys need any help, I've done this for a couple people. Just let me know. I'd be more than happy to uh, to come over and help you out too, man. Right now, I'm presenting uh-huh. myself as the guy who helps others.
0: Um, and what's amazing about this is so far, I haven't heard you say during you know these, these kind of hypothetical situations that I'm a real estate agent. By the way, works. I'm a real estate agent. Make sure you remember that. You're yeah. just Ian Joe.
1: Dude, people know what real estate is, right? If I'm a financial advisor or an insurance agent, there's a lot of different things maybe of, I don't know, even that, I think. People know what you do. You don't have to profess it all the time, which my gosh, realtors, that's all they do, right? Real estate, look at my new listing, look at my open house, look at my... They're always, literally what you're saying is help me make a commission off of you. Right, and people right, hear right. that, man. If instead all people hear are ways that I want to help you. And by the way, I'm not just going to say it. Let me show you how I'm helping others so you can see how I might be able to help you. I think that carries so much more weight, man, especially over time. Absolutely. So now we've either given a referral, or we've done a Facebook video, or I've given a Google review, or I can go to her Facebook page, like it, and I can put a review there and I can share it on my page. Guys, you know, Christy Romano has a page. You gotta go check this page out, man. She does tips of the week twice a week, and it's super helpful stuff that might save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars. Check her out. When she sees that, she's like, dang, Joe, I appreciate that, man. And then she's probably going to go give me a review, or she's going to like my page, or she's going to share my name. And it's just, it's so reciprocal, man. Mm -hmm. And if you just, and you don't need to know that she's going to do it. You need to know that if you do that for 10 people, seven of them are going to do it. And you don't care which seven it is. And some of them are going to do this much for you. And some of them are going to do this much for you. It doesn't matter. Just go out and help people. And I'm telling you, it's the greediest thing you can do to help people. Because that is what's going to absolutely (laughs) deliver you more value than anything else. I promise you.
0: The greediest thing you can do is help people. I love that. So get
1: greedy, baby. Let's get greedy together. Uh, so those are the four things you have to do one or more of those four things to three people every single time you go to that meeting. That's a minimum. And that's a track thing that we follow in Sisu, right? So when I meet with you at the end of the month and you say, I went to six groups a week times four weeks, that's 24 groups. I'm going to say, awesome. How many times did you love them up? Loving them up is one of those four things. It better be 24 times three is 72 or more. If it's not, that's a problem.
0: Yeah, Maybe I had it beforehand.
1: So that's the first thing, right? Yeah. So again, we're not just going to the group like everybody else, like literally 99% of people and chilling. We're there to focus on helping others, okay? The second thing that we're going to do is we're going to schedule at least one one one-on-one before we leave. So you're going to grab the person you know the least about uh, or – you know, maybe you've got the best connection with when it comes to, hey, I've got a referral for you. Or maybe you've got a great business idea with them. Uh, or maybe you've got a way to, hey, maybe you could do this and I could do this and we could connect. I'll give you an example. There was a guy who uh, does granite. He said, hey, I hand out these postcards all the time and it's got this and this and this. Would you mind if I promoted you as a realtor? I'll put your face and blah, blah, blah. And if I send you like 500 of these cards, because I'm going to have extras, Would you mind just handing them out at some of your listings when you do this and this and this? And we figured out a way to make that work. So now he feels like I'm appreciating him. I feel like he's appreciating me. We've got something valuable for potential clients in the future. It's a win, win, win for everybody. And we connected through lunch, right? So every single time I go to one of those meetings, I'm scheduling a coffee, a breakfast, a lunch, at a minimum, a Zoom. But it's got to be some way for us to connect. Mm -hmm. All right. So those are the, the different things that we're doing at that meeting. And then once you get into that one-on-one, we're going to go back to what I was talking about with Christy, right? Let's say we meet at Starbucks, which by the way, I'm trying not to meet at Starbucks. I want to meet at a local small coffee shop, right? Or I want to meet, I'm not going to meet at, man, now I'm talking bad about restaurants. I'm not going to meet at uh, Red Lobster. Maybe I'm going to meet at uh, Joe's Shrimp Shack. And it's, it's Joe Johnson owns the place, right? And I know Joe. And I'm going to go up and say, Joe, dude, I bought Christy Romano in here. Do you know Christy? No, who is she? Oh, my gosh. Do you like, Joe, you've got these beautiful ceilings in here. But those suckers look like they're about 22 feet high. Is that is that accurate? They're 23. They're 23. My gosh, 23 feet. How much do you hate it when a light bulb goes out up there? It sucks, doesn't it? You gotta grab a ladder, you don't even own a ladder that big. Doesn't what do you do when that happens? Joe, we call some uh handyman, he comes out and helps us and what it, dude. You gotta check out Christy. She'll take care of all your lighting, she'll make it automated. She's got these dimmer. I'm telling you, you need to meet her. Uh, here's a card. Christy, get a card out, man. Here's a card of hers. Christy, I know you've got 17 employees. You just told me over lunch. I'm telling you what, where are you having your Christmas party? you better at least give Joe a call and let him give you a number, man, because I bet he's going to have something good for you. Now you're becoming the great connector, right? You're connecting people in your community to other people. I've gotten so far with this that I'll have people who literally will DM me and say, Joe, I just lost my job. And I'll say, "Mm, that sucks, man. I'm really sorry. And I'm thinking, I barely know you. Why are you telling me this? That's what I'm thinking inside. But I also want to be empathetic with them. But I'll understand because we keep texting, they expect me to know somebody who's got a job for them. Mm. And they expect that because they see me connecting so many people on Facebook. So now anytime somebody's like, I need a great lawn care guy, I'll get tagged. Joe, do you know anybody? I'm a realtor, man. I'm not a lawn care guy, but I've learned that when you do that enough, people just assume you know everybody. And if you don't, you're going to figure it out. And if you do it, They'll keep coming back to you to be the great connector, and when you're the great connector for everybody, guess who's realtor? Uh, they're all gonna they're gonna use you as their realtor, right? So it just it's such a compounding effect. It's such a snowball effect on it. Um, so going back to Joe's, I forgot what I called it. Shrimp shack. Shrimp shack. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I find the sexiest place in his business. Someplace with a big old sign, or maybe it's his beautiful bar or he's got the lobster uh, aquarium back there. Whatever's the coolest, most eye grabbing thing. That's going to be our background. And I'm going to take a photo with Christy. Maybe I'm going to grab Joe out of the back and we're going to take a photo of the three of us. And then I'm going to post his, uh, shrimp shack, him, his wife, our bartender, the waitress, anybody else I know who works there. And then I'm going to put Christy, Apex Electric, all of her employees, anybody I know who's a big fan of hers. And then maybe I'm going to put a write-up about how great Christy and her business are. And then I'm going to talk about how great Joe and his uh, shrimp shack are. And then I'm going to say, Tony, I haven't seen you forever. We need to do lunch here next week. You would love this place. And then I'm going to post it. Now, all those people are going to go and share that stuff. They're going to comment. They're going to bring other people. And Tony's going to say, I would love that place. Let's do lunch. And let's bring whoever. And they're going to tag somebody. And it just snowballs, man. So when you start doing this
0: and you do it with a purpose, it grows huge. I was going to say, and just this one example that you've weaved for us today seems that it it can compound infinitely, right? You've got one example of one electrician that you hook up. And then connect her with the the, the shrimp <laughs> guy. And then as you do your posts, you introduce them in person, you meet yeah. up in person, you go to social media, you tag other people on social media. Through getting back to what you were talking about early, is you should be doing this multiple times a month yeah. with multiple different businesses, right? Yeah. So you've yeah. got like a, an infinitely exponentially compounding network of yes. referrals and community connections, and and basically. I mean, it sounds like a giant snowball effect for a a community sphere of influence, right?
1: Big time, big time. And I'll tell you when I got here, because you got to remember I was in the army, right? So I was in Washington state and before I was even licensed, I had my YouTube channel up and going, my Instagram, my Facebook. And uh, before I even got here, I had 31 appointments scheduled. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those appointments were not listing appointments or buyer appointments. It was appointments with a lot of the bigger name people in this community, uh, so, I met with the mayor and I met with the city council members and I met with the superintendent and the school board members and I did videos with them. I took one of the school board members and said, Listen, I hear that our schools are not as good as Martin County schools. Is that true? No, Joe, that's not true at all. And then she just started blasting me with statistics. And I said, Listen, We need to make this a podcast, man. Let's get you on here. You're a great ambassador for the schools. This would be great for your upcoming election. It'll show people coming from New York, from New Jersey, from Texas, why they want to live here versus another county. And it won't just tell them the feelings behind it. You are amazing with the statistics. Let's do that. Would you want to do that? Sure. That was a phenomenal video, right? So all of these things lead to so many other things if you're really engaging your mind and you're thinking about it
0: yeah, and it sounds like this is something that um because because a lot of our audience and a lot of our customers are newer agents, right? Newer agents looking for business, newer agents looking to build that sphere, build that community. And it sounds like this is, I mean, you said that you were able to get the ball rolling before you when you were across the country, right? Before Big time you even showed up. In I didn't Florida. know a
1: soul here.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I just, so go ahead. So so for newer agents if you are whether you're looking to relocate or whether you're trying to establish yourself in your current community this is an amazing way to get the ball rolling start reaching out go to these networking events start communicating with people and don't be just like every other agent who's just chilling in the background yes. be the one who reaches out I love that
1: yes so now let's get into the thing that everybody wants to get in right so most of these networking groups You get a – pit. well, you've either got an organized group or an unorganized group. So an unorganized group is maybe you go to happy hour at some local restaurant or bar, and they've got some hors d'oeuvres. It's buy your own drinks, Mm -hmm. and uh, everybody just chit-chats. Do not be the person. This is what everybody does. They go and find the person they're comfortable with, the one they know, and they start talking with them. I like to create a three-minute rule. I'm not going to talk to anybody for more than three minutes, Right. And it's not, not, you owe these people the help that you can give them. They might need a house and you're there to help them. If you keep talking to the person you're comfortable with, you're not going to put yourself in a position to help them. They might need the business knowledge that you have, something that's working well for you or a connection, right? Or maybe they need that Facebook review, or maybe they need that Google listing review, and you're the one to give it to them. If you keep talking to the person you're comfortable with, they're not going to get it. You owe it to them. So I'll sit and talk with someone. We'll get some chit chat out. I'll try to connect them with someone. I'll get a business card from them. I'll give them my business card. It's totally acceptable in that situation. And then I'll move on to the next person. Right. But then they've got organized groups, the organized groups, you're going to have maybe a 30 to 60 second commercial that you can give. When you give your commercial, I can't tell you how many people get up and say, Hey, I'm Joe Rosen, your local realtor with the XP realty. Uh, If you know of anybody who needs to buy or sell a home, have them get in touch with me. Thanks. I appreciate it. That's almost everybody's pitch. And I'm telling you that pitch, dude, I know 5,000 people just on Facebook, right? So when you say, do you know somebody who needs to buy or sell? That's so overwhelming. It's really tough for me to hone in and Mm -hmm. say, yeah, I know somebody. But let me present a different pitch, please. Hey, My name is Joe Rosen. You guys know me. I'm your local realtor with EXP Realty. If you have been to a wedding in the last six to 12 months, and it was a great wedding with great people. I don't want anybody that's not great, right? I want amazing people. And these people got married, but they haven't bought a house together yet. Maybe they're living with mom and dad still. Maybe they're living separately still, or maybe they're renting. That would be a great connection. And I tell you what, Don't just connect me, man. Let's go for lunch. I'll buy lunch. You can come. You can actually make it a warm introduction instead of a cold introduction by being there. And uh, we'll see what we can do for them. Joe Rosen, I appreciate it. That is so much easier because now you're thinking, how many weddings have I gone to? You know, most people in the last six to 12 months have maybe gone to one, two, three weddings. That's not overwhelming at all. That's an easy thing to think about. And then you think, do they live with mom and dad? Are they renting? Yep. yep. Bob and Sandy, those two are renting. Okay, that'd be a great lunch to set up. Awesome, let's do it. It makes it so much easier to get that out. But make the specific ask, right? Yes. Make it so What specific.
0: other? You gave the example of weddings. What other specific asks could you pitch at these organized uh, yeah. networking groups that would be that would be maybe similarly effective?
1: So here's another one, guys. Uh, and th- this is a little bit different because the other one was a specific ask. This is a specific ask, and it shows what sets me apart right? So I'm selling a little bit of Rosen value. Uh, Guys, one big thing that I do that I don't know any other real estate agent who does it consistently is video. All right. So if you know of somebody who's in New York, who's in New Jersey, who's in California, and they want to buy down here, you've heard them say, man, I'd love to come get a second house, a condo on the beach, something where I can get to the beach within five, 10 minutes. But my gosh, COVID has made it tough. I am the guy for you. And I'm going to tell you why I will go and I will show them the different condos that are on the beach or the houses that are five, 10 minutes away that fit their budget. And I'll do it live through a FaceTime video with them. If they can't do uh, the live at that time, I'll make a video for them. I'll make it professional. We'll get a nice little thumbnail customized to them and I'll shoot it to them and they can make the decision that way. We'll get all of their inspections done virtually through a video. I'll be there, it'll be live. Everything we do is video. I've sold probably 20, 30% of the homes this year without the person ever seeing the home, or at least they didn't see it until inspection time. So this is not abnormal at all for me. Let me help you with that. Thanks. Now, all they're thinking about is, who do I know from another state who's talked about wanting to live down here? That's not an overwhelming thing to think about. I love it. What a
0: great example. So, so this is incredible, Joe. We've talked about um, we've talked about going to these organization and uh, networking organ uh, sorry networking events, um, following this this process of of meeting these people, blasting them on social, yes. um, connecting them with the community. What else? What else have we got here um, for for your networking, or or should we move on to some questions here?
1: Anything you want, but I will tell you, with all of this stuff, I just nice. I really want to to nail home the fact that. Don't just go to these networking groups, man. I I just, I gave you some very specific numbers, right? Six a month at a minimum is a great number, okay? The challenging part is finding the groups and and you're gonna have to work through that. That's called being a business owner, figure it out, right? Once you get the six, three each, you're gonna help in one of four ways. We talked about uh, the four different ways, right? The one one one-on-one, and then we talked about specifically every single time you do a one-on-one, you put a Facebook post up. And we talked about what a successful Facebook post looks like. If you just put a picture up with you and that person and say, hey, thanks for coffee, that doesn't cut it. I told you what successful looks like. I, I'm getting a little, this is going back to my army roots, but I'm like, guys, this is successful. This is not. Hit the standard and hit it every time. The more you allow yourself to fall short of the standard, the more excuses you're going to give yourself. Don't ever let yourself fall short of the standard. If you do, That is not the new standard. That's the exception. Get back to the standard. But track it, and at the end of every month, hold yourself accountable. I'll tell you, almost nobody, myself included, will hold themselves accountable at all times. Get an accountability, buddy, man. If you don't have one, hit me up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. I'm either Joe Rosen on Facebook or the Joe Rosen Show on everything else. It's the Joe Rosen Show. Come find me and tell me what your goals are. I'll ask you specifically. Tell me what they are. Get back to me in 30 days. If you don't, I'm going to come find you. If you're executing and you follow up with me, I'll keep being your accountability, buddy. If you don't, we're done. But as long as you're executing, I'll give you all my time and attention.
0: Incredible. I love it. So so let's do some questions. Joe, this is amazing. What an amazing um, strategy, networking strategy. But I want to take it back to the very beginning where you said that so much of your business was built on prospecting. And shameless plug prospecting with red X, right? So, so, and this is, this was my question. This is a question also from uh, an audience member, Leo, how do you integrate prospecting with this networking strategy, or do you keep those as kind of two separate activities?
1: I look at it like it's a pillar. It's one of the three or four pillars of prospecting. So I'll sit down with my guys and I'll say, okay, month one, you're absolutely doing cold calling because it's not just about the prospecting. It's about building your skills When you go to show buyers homes or you go to a listing appointment, I want you used to getting told to screw off. I want you getting used to objections. I want you getting used to people brushing you off. If you get two, 300 reps a day, then when you're on that buyer appointment and you get it once, it's not going to hurt your feelings. It's not going to be from left field. You're going to be used to it. So you have to do the cold calling, right? Right. But in the first month, we're going to add one pillar, it can be networking it can be Facebook, it can be YouTube, it can be uh, door knocking, it can be a million different things. And we'll talk about all the different things. And I'll help you pick one. And then we'll build a very specific plan, just like we went over with networking, right? But I just look at networking, like it's one of the potential pillars you could add to your prospecting plan.
0: I love it. I love it. And it sounds like there's a decent amount of crossover between the networking pillar, and maybe a little bit of crossover into the cold calling pillar, maybe Maybe you uh, you know, or you're making geo lead cold calls, and you ask about if people need electricians, need plumbers, need you know, make those community connections on your cold calls. I love it. Um, okay, another question, and I'm gonna let the audience know who's watching right now live. If you have questions for Joe, please chime in right now. We're gonna wrap up in the next 10 minutes or so. So if you have any questions, put them in the chat. We'll, we'll pass them along. Here's one um, from Dolores. She asks. How do you find listings in the middle of the pandemic? Also, how do you deal with multiple buyers? So you can answer one of those, answer answer both of those. Up to you, Jeff.
1: Yeah, so let's start with the second one first. Uh, How do I find, oh, thank you. This is so helpful. How do I deal with multiple buyers? So I'm going to give you my answer, but my answer won't work for everybody. One of the things I promote, especially since the pandemic has hit, is I'm on a team. We've got eight people Mm -hmm. on our team. So if I can't make it to your showing, I do not want you losing out on that house because of my schedule. So I'm going to call somebody on my team and we're going to get you in there within the next 24 to 48 hours. I guarantee it, right? I'm still going to do all your negotiating. I'm going to do your paperwork. I'm going to follow up with you from pending to close. All that person's doing is opening the door for you, right? And then I'm going to deal with those agents in the background. So you just make a deal with them and they go show you the homes and whatever, right? But guys, if you're not on a team, reach out to the rest of the guys in your brokerage. Reach out to people in another brokerage. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not about the commission. It's not about the closing. It's about making sure that buyer gets what they need. And I've got, before I had my big team, I had deals with people at Remax, at Keller Williams that I just had really good relationships with. And I would say, hey, will you go show this home? And if it sells, I'll do all the work and I'll give you 15%. Would that work? I haven't heard no yet. Right. So now I'm building great relationships with other brokerages. Now you're just that's just better for the industry, right? That's my long-term goal is to just build such a good community in our industry. So for me, whether you're on a team or you use the people in your brokerage or you expand out of your brokerage, it's important to have a couple good friends in your back pocket in the industry that you can reach out to, but have that deal made, right? For me, it's 15% if it sells and I do all the work. That works. If you need to up it or lower it or whatever to make that deal work, make it work. But make it work. Have it in place before you get into that predicament, right? Uh, How do I get listings during the pandemic? That was the other question, right? Yeah. 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 So really nothing changes, right? Mm -hmm. You're still prospecting. So if you've got your three, four pillars of prospecting, one of them is cold calling. One of them is networking groups. One of them is Facebook. Whatever they are, they don't matter. You just keep doing them. Now, you might need to tweak them here or there. Maybe your pitch changes a little bit so you turn it from a cold call into a warm call, whatever it is. But really, you just keep doing it. I saw so many people when the pandemic hit, they said, Oh, man, the market is tough. It just shut down overnight. This sucks. Game and I'm afraid, are you kidding me? The market's nuts right now. I don't know what market you're looking at. Well, how are you finding all these? I'm doing the, I'm doing the same things. I'm still going to networking groups. Maybe they're through Zooms now, but I'm still going to them. I'm still making cold calls. Guess what? I was never in front of a person anyway with those calls. So that hasn't changed. Uh, I've switched from doing showings in person to maybe now I do a lot of FaceTiming. Now, it's cooled down quite a bit here, especially in Florida. uh, It's back to the same old ways we always used to do it. Maybe you got a few masks or something, but uh, it hasn't changed, right? But when it did change... You just keep doing the things. And I tell you what, the market will change maybe in six months, maybe in six years, I don't know. And it will be a sour market just like it was back in 2008. But I was just talking with a good friend today. It doesn't matter. You change what your folk, maybe now you're building connections with banks so you can get foreclosures and you can get short sales. Maybe you're Mm -hmm. focusing more on your investors and maybe you're throwing uh, investor classes for anybody who wants to become an investor right? Like there's 80 different ways. If you've got the mentality of I'm going to make it no matter what, because I'm going to find that sweet spot in the market and I'm going to exploit it by helping people with it, you're going to succeed no
0: matter what the market does. That's fantastic. And I I want to go back to that first question of how you deal with multiple uh, buyers is you're not treating, uh, you know, real estate is, is sales, right? I think, I think everyone can accept that, but you're not treating it like cutthroat, barriers up, walls up kind of sales. You're treating it like you treat your networking where yeah. it's no borders, no boundaries. I'm here to be everyone's friend. I'm here to help everyone, even if they're not your teammate, yeah. even if they're not in your brokerage, because what you do to make other people stronger makes you stronger.
1: Yeah, I, I'm such a big believer in that. And I've had people, Dude, why would you pay someone money at Remax? Why would you do, Why? because it doesn't matter. Yeah, It, it literally... I don't matter. My team, I don't want to say they don't matter, but the customer matters first. Yes. And if you focus on the customer, going back to it's the greediest thing you can do is helping others in networking groups. The way you make the most amount of money in real estate, the greediest thing you can do is forget about your closings, forget about your commissions and your conversion rates. That's meant for meetings, man. Unless you're in that meeting, all you need to focus on is how do I help the person in front of me the most? That's it.
0: Amen. I love it. And, and, and uh, let's, let's do one last question here. And I love this question. It kind of ties in here. Um, You gave the example of networking with, you know, maybe a plumber or an electrician, or, you know, you give a few kind of hypothetical examples. For you, Joe Rosen, what are your top producing networking referrals? Who have you made relationships and you could, you know, you don't have to name them, but maybe name their industry and what they do that are bringing you personally the most referrals?
1: um so obviously i I, okay so this is a great point especially for this i got a builder that builder's been huge for me nice um (laughs) but how i got the builder i think is a great story because it really it, it pushes home what i just what i just talked about uh i got this builder by literally taking two days and i said for these two days i'm not doing anything all i'm doing is going to every builder now we've we've got a street here in Port St. Lucie, where probably 70% of the builders are just boom, boom. boom. It's builder after builder on that street. And they've got models. And the other 30% are sporadically through the city. You got to go find them. But I set it all up and I said, dude, at at noon, I'm going to this one. At 1230, I'm going to this one. At one o'clock, I'm going to this one. And when I walked in, I just told them, hey, listen, I'm a brand new realtor. And I don't know what makes your builder special. I don't understand it. Are you guys the cheapest? Do you have the best quality? Do you offer me the most amount of customization? I don't know. You tell me. What makes you special? And you learned really quick that some didn't know themselves what made themselves special. Some were price. That was it. Uh, Some had something special about them, right? So, uh, hey, bud. Hey there. Awesome. I'll come fix it in five minutes. (laughs) <laughs> normal life right there popping there i love it so uh where was i talking about oh the builder yeah so i said okay uh i'm gonna go around to these builders so we found out who was the cheapest who was the highest quality who had the most customization whatever that was great for me that was great education right but i found my builder because they were just the best they did custom everything on any lot you wanted in the city Uh, You could bring your own floor plan. You could move any of their floor plans around. Uh, Their motto was literally, the answer is yes. What's the question? And I said, man, that's awesome. I said, tell me about your price points. They were a little pricier, but it wasn't a lot pricier, man. It was maybe 20, 30 grand a house price here. And I thought, who's not going to pay 20, 30 grand more to get this kind of experience with this customization? Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to do that. So I said, listen. I'd love to promote the crap out of your houses. And, and it's not for me, and it's honestly not for you. It's because I want buyers to see that you're the best. And that's really important for me, for my business. They've got to see you, they've got to know that you're the option. Would that be okay? Yeah, of course, that's okay. Cool. Tell me where all of your models are. Tell me where all of the specs you've got are. Tell me where every home that's mid build is. That's a custom build. Uh, If you want to meet me at some of them, I'd love to meet you there. And you can tell me what makes this house different and what you're doing that no other builder in this area does. Yeah, great. Let's do it. We just started doing videos pretty soon. He said, listen, I want you to come over. I want you to sit in my model. Uh, I said, hey, I'll do it once a week, but we'll get you some other agents that'll be in there too. And uh, you know we'll do this and that and everything else. I, I became his listing agent. But the whole point of this is I got it because I didn't, it wasn't because I went after him as an agent. Like, hey, I want your business. I didn't ask him for the business once. It was because I said, you are amazing and I want to promote the crap out of you. And I just did it. And I did it and I did it and I did it and I did it. And I walked the walk and I didn't ask for anything in return. And he saw the value and said, that's my guy. And he eventually called me up and said, we're going out for a beer. And we went out for a beer and it ended with me being his listing agent. That's so your original, I don't even remember your original question. Oh, was was the biggest, Yeah, people, yeah. obviously a builder really helpful, but I think it's important. If you're going to go after a builder, don't go ask for their business Tell them you think they're the best, but truly think they're the best, right? If you're going to do it and just promote the crap out of them, man. I think that that has been incredible. Um, it really, I've had a handyman. My handyman has been great. I need that handyman on a lot of my listings. You get done with the pre-listing inspection before you put it in the market and you've got 33 things that need to be fixed. These are the 17 my people agreed to. Hey, John, of these 17, what can you fix? And how much is it going to cost us? And now I've got such good rapport with that guy. We've got a system, man. He'll get back to me within 24 hours. He's got prices and lists. I know what he needs video and picture wise. But now he will say, hey, if you want a realtor, you got to call Joe, man. Probably partially because I'm lighting him up. So he wants Mm. to reciprocate. And, And that's the most important part in this video. With networking, it's not about what will they give me. Quit thinking about yourself, man. Think, what can I deliver to this person? How can I blow them up? And if that's all you're thinking about, eventually they're going to say, man, I owe Joe. This guy is lighting me up. He's doing Facebook videos. He's giving me Google reviews. He's giving me all these handyman jobs. I need to give him a listing. And they're going to connect you with people. So quit thinking about who's going to help me the most and start thinking about who can I help the most.
0: I love it. Both both amazing examples. And and I'm glad that you gave both of those as your examples because, because it just goes to show that you're, I mean, it, it follows your whole model. It's about authenticity. It's about That's providing it. value. And, and it goes to show that you actually have walked the walk and done all of this so that you can tell us and share with our audience, um, which we are so grateful for, Joe. Amazing. So, I'm so for
1: You guys, man, like I said, it, let me give you, I'll talk about my, I've got 80 that we're going to do about this year and we've got 30 some in our organization and we've got the best systems and we got the best, whatever I'm telling you, all of it, all of it started by me hooking up with red X, getting those calls in sharing that through videos, people seeing that and saying, I want part of that. And then they called me and I helped them with it, man. I did videos on how to do it. You guys had me on and we did it. And all of a sudden that starts to create value. And that value just attracts people, man. So I tell you what, a huge part of my success is absolutely owed to you guys. I've done all that in less than two years. And I owe you guys for
0: that. I appreciate that. Anytime, Joe. We are so glad to hear that. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for that amazing shout out and sharing all this amazing knowledge with our audience. Is there anything else that you want to leave with us before before we wrap up today?
1: Well, you said you've got a lot of uh, newer agents or agents who are struggling or whatever. They need to get over that hump, right? Three big things. Number one, every single day, you've got to reach out to new people. The easiest way to do it, the quickest way to do it is Red X. But I don't care how you do it. Just do it. Get in front of people. Number two, you've got to follow up. At a minimum, I think you should be doing 10 follow-ups a day in addition to your prospecting. That's the minimum, right? And number three. You've got to, got to, got to time block your day and time block tomorrow, today. Don't wait till tomorrow to make your day. Make it today because today, you don't care as much about tomorrow you today as you will tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, you're going to have a little sympathy for that guy. Don't be sympathetic, (laughs) man. Put that guy to work. So time block your day, absolutely prospect and have a plan and you've got to do follow ups, 10 at a minimum.
0: Boom. I love it. That's it. Joe. Thank you so much. Our audience thanks you. This has been amazing. Please, everyone who's listening, come re-listen, take notes. I hope you were taking notes during this whole show because this is invaluable. This is such amazing content that is going to help you improve your business. So Joe, thanks again to our audience. Uh, Remember, like, and subscribe. Go find Joe and like, and subscribe to Joe. You do the Joe Rosen show, right?
1: Yeah. We got the Joe Rosen show uh, is our YouTube channel. And then Mm -hmm. I'm the Joe Rosen show on Instagram. Uh, the Joe Rosen Show is our Facebook business page, and then just me, Joe Rosen. I apologize, I'm tough on Facebook because I'm at my limit already. That's but right. uh, if you send me a DM, I guarantee I'll get back to you.
0: That's all right. It sounds like you've got your pillars. You've got your, you know, you got your show. You got what you do. I love it. Go check out Joe. Uh, check out his his other content. He does amazing work. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for listening, and we will see you all next time. Thanks again. Thank Joe. you, sir. I appreciate it.